Hello, welcome to our Worship Facility Podcast, communicating tech needs with leadership, finding common ground. I'm Gene Lass, editor of Worship Facility, here live at CFX. With me are Tim Adams, Steve Kuhn, and Sean Kirsch. Tim, why don't you start off by telling me a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. My name is Tim Adams. I'm the owner of Tomato Systems, a system integration company that works primarily with small churches across the United States. And Sean? I'm Sean. I'm the tech director at Ransom Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I'm Steve Kuhn, founder and executive director of ShareBuilt, and we focus on connecting nonprofits with design and construction partners who can help them with their facilities. Now, the topic we have is very important. Obviously, the, the tech team is a key team in the church, but you need to bridge the gap between what tech is trying to do every Sunday and every week and what the leadership has in terms of budget and their own vision. So how do you find that common ground between them? Well, that is a, that is a tough one, for sure. And honestly, I think that there often is a disconnect between what we have come to call owners, primarily the, the pastoral leadership and tech. And I think being able to identify the pain points of each is primarily where we need to start. So I'm going to throw the question first to Sean as to what is, what is the pain point or pain points for the tech side of things? Uh, my experience a lot of time, it's, it's been understanding um, kind of on both sides of that equation. As the tech guy, you might not always have that realistic vision of uh, where things are financially and where all that money is going and how much of it you get to do what you think might be most important. Uh, and on their leadership side, they might not grasp uh, the factor of this is a $1,000 investment that we need to make, but it's going to save us this many hours. You know, there's a return on investment that's not always understood. And then Steve on the owner side. Yeah, really pick up on what Sean said. I think on the owner side, it's very common to just not realize how tech has advanced uh, in, in recent years and, and how far behind you might actually be, you know, just with your Wi-Fi speed or whatever it is, and, and setting aside the proper budget for dealing with these, these necessary improvements. And it can be sticker shock once you really realize what you really need to set aside to make this stuff happen. And it's, none of it's inexpensive and none of it happens overnight, so it needs to be planned for. Absolutely. I think one of the other uh, areas of concern, or not concern, but misunderstanding, is what exactly is, you know, what all falls under the banner of tech? You know, how do we define that? Is it just audiovisual? Do we wrap IT into that? You know, um, maybe, Sean, you can talk about what it's like at Ransom Church. Yeah, in my current role, if it plugs into something, I have something to do with it. And so, I mean, one of the things that I really strive to do is have a, a global understanding of our church, you know, not just what's happening on a Sunday morning on stage, you know, what are kids doing, what are teens doing, what's happening in the office. If I buy something over here for a certain need that has a life cycle, will I still be able to use this gear somewhere else and extend its life cycle? Yeah. Something I would add to that, and, and it's often overlooked, but in our current day and age, is security systems. So, you, you know, especially if you have a preschool in your church or you have a, a daycare center or something like that, 
you've got to have an active monitoring system for how people are allowed to come in and leave and know who's there and when they're coming and going. And, and that often involves external to the building as well on, on the grounds. And so, you know, you start thinking about those and some of these campuses are, you know, dozens of acres. I mean, it, it could be a big investment. Yeah. And what we've seen over the last decade is what is being called convergence. And that is more and more audiovisual systems are starting to run over IT networks. And we're seeing a lot of additional responsibilities being put on tech that are not necessarily understood by, by owners. Yeah. The other thing that, just putting the owner's hat on for a minute, the thing that drives owners crazy is, you know, why can't I just get one system that does all this stuff? You, you tell me I gotta, you know, buy these 10 different things and then they don't talk to each other and then I gotta find this middleware that makes them all play well together and, you know, help me keep it as simple as I can so that I, if I need to upgrade something down the road, I don't have to throw it all out and start over. Yeah, exactly. So what I call foundational purchasing, you know, how do we make sure that the purchases that we're making now are going to serve us into the future? So what I'm curious from both of you is what are some strategies you've seen work in communicating with leadership and owners from a tech perspective that allows them to get a clear understanding of what it is that you need, um, both now and in the future, while also understanding and, and allowing for the additional pressures that they have because, you know, let's be honest, pastors are always getting requests for more money from a lot of other ministries. Yeah, I would just say planning the expenditures and, and it's, you know, planning those capital improvements, you know, 5, 10, 15 years out. You know, it should not be a surprise, you know, a simple example is that I have to replace the roof sometime down the road. Well, it shouldn't also be a surprise they have to replace the Wi-Fi system or you know, my security system in the church. And so really being realistic about planning those, planning for inflation and all that kind of thing. And when you start adding those up over the years, it tends to get everybody's attention and you realize and it's not always the really exciting stuff to plan for, but it's the necessary stuff to plan for. John? Yeah, I just try to minimize surprises. I mean, there's always gonna be something that comes up that you didn't expect to fail, but there's some stuff that you know that just has a lifespan. You know, you're, standard definition camera, that's not really acceptable anymore. Like, you need to have HD if you're not even thinking about 4K in that future. And so I put together our budget, like, hey, this is my wish list. This is what I'm trying to achieve next year. And there's a five-year plan that goes along with it. Like, this is what I'm looking at these coming years. And I know that they're probably not going to give me the number that I'm asking for this year, and some of it's going to get pushed down. But they're also going to see, like, this isn't going away. This is what's coming, prepare. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is plan ahead and communicate and maybe sit down and on a regular basis and go through what the needs are and prioritize. Yeah. Well, Tim, and, and, and again, you may have done this really well two, three years ago, but now we're post-COVID, and you know, if anybody wasn't streaming, now they are, and so that's just kind of raised the bar across the board for what it takes to do that every week and just the infrastructure it takes to pull that off. So. So you probably need to pull your plan out and update it if you, if you recently did one. Absolutely. Just some of my own experiences, what I've run into communicating with churches that are looking at doing upgrades. Um, I've Just this year, I've had a church that had to put a new roof on. They had to get a new air conditioner. They've had to fix this or that. I've got one church that had to, is just having dropped $40,000 in electrical upgrades because they haven't kept mm -hmm. up with you know code and that kind of thing. So... 
the planning ahead and committing to, to projects well ahead of time instead of being reactive, be proactive. Yeah, and using an analogy, if you look at your house, I mean, you might say, well, I can't get the new big, big screen TV because my roof's leaking and my roof is going to be the priority. Well, when you're in a church setting, you know, that technology might be, it's not that you're not going to fix the roof, but you can't afford to not do the tech stuff either because it's how you communicate your message internally and externally. So it's, a lot of it's non-negotiable. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it's also important to understand that a lot of times there is a lack of trust between leadership and tech. And that could be based on failures on tech's part in the past. It could be on miscommunication from leadership to tech. Um, I think that that is something that you need to, one, be able to identify, and two, have honest and frank conversations to get past that so that we can get to the kind of discussions that you guys are talking about. Sometimes it's you need a translator, right? So the tech, the tech guy speaks his language, and, 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 and it all sounds like a want, not necessarily a need, and the leadership wants to know what are the needs. You know, and maybe we can sprinkle in a few wants, but you know, help me understand, is this really critical? So real quick, Sean, maybe you can talk to me. Do you ever sit down and talk like, how does tech support leadership's vision for the church? So yeah, one of the things that I've kind of latched onto with my current batch of leaders is uh, making sure whatever we're doing ties into the mission and vision of the church. So if, if you're a very outreach-focused church and everything that you're trying to budget for is internal-focused, that doesn't align. So you've got to be on the same page with everybody. And whatever you're going to wind up doing, you're going to pay for it somewhere. Uh, hopefully that's on the front end when you're buying good, quality, reliable gear and it's not in man hours and frustration. Yeah, and going back to that trust, you know, being able to trust your, your tech to be making and recommending good good equipment and good upgrades um, is, is where that starts. And coming to events like CFX can help educate you so that you are making and, and, and building relationships with vendors and manufacturers and integrators that can help establish and, and maybe bridge that gap in communication and build that trust so that, again, we're building on a solid foundation. So I wish we had more time, but... Um, I thank you guys for your thoughts and, you know, look forward to talking more about this in the future. Thank you very much for your information. That was an excellent presentation. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tune into our next episode, Building Project Planning on a Budget, with Charlie Daniels, Aaron Blair, Chad Vanderpipe, and Elena Butler. This has been Gene Lass, editor of Worship Facility. Thank you.